You can go from I should start a podcast to actually starting a podcast with Spreaker. Spreaker's tools allow you to record, manage, distribute, and monetize any podcast idea, whether it's about your business or even your cat. And as your podcast grows, Spreaker helps you manage your success and even monetize it. That means all you need to get started is a microphone and a really good idea. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. Want something to listen to while playing Minecraft? Why not try an audiobook from Audible? Listeners of our show will get one free book of your choice when you sign up for a 14-day trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash the shaft. The Shaft and Lethal Drive have teamed up to bring you the best Minecraft SMP experience in the world with lightning-fast custom control panels, expert support and sales team, all from an approved host of MinecraftForum.net. LethalDrive.com, the cutting edge in game servers. Get yours today at LethalDrive.com slash the shaft. And be sure to use the coupon code the shaft, all one word. Can't sleep, gotta build. From the Dead Workers Party, a podcast about all things Minecraft. Enjoy your stay in the shaft. The shaft. Episode 59, recorded on November 27th, 2011. You'd think it would go into something like that. Hi, I'm Brent Copeland. I am Wes Wilson. And Brent's pushing the buttons today, so everything that's late, just call back on the times when Eric was late, and 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 Brent made fun of him. And uh, that I never made fun of him. Of course, you didn't. Never ever. Speaking of people we don't make fun of, how about our guest today? We have two of them. Two. Well, we have someone sitting in for Eric, right? But he's still a guest. He's I guess a super so. special guest. I guess so. That's Bit Barner. What's up? And then we have our guest guest. Which uh, is Co Co-Star. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Going good. And uh, we got to see both of y'all over at MineCon uh, last weekend. That was very exciting. Y'all have fun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your enthusiasm is, is, <laughs> is an understatement. Yeah. I had fun. I had too much fun. There's videos of me having too much fun on the internet. We actually played some uh, video before the show today of uh, the panel. We actually have that on film, and, and we stream that out. Excellent. So we'll, we'll be putting that out live at some point, or not live. Did we finally get the two-player productions video? No. Okay. No, no. We, we are, uh, our audio messed up when we were recording the panel uh, at MineCon, and so we are trying to get a copy of the audio from... Two-player. But two uh, yeah. Eric was supposed to do that, and he's been out of town, so yeah. I'll probably just... I was thinking of editing this tonight, and just okay. we'll miss a few questions, but I think that's okay. Mojang should have left an MP3 recorder in the room, so you might ask like Vu. We've been poking them and have not gotten poked back. You poked them? Um, Eric did, I believe. Oh, yeah. Eric I, likes I told poking you, I was, people. I told you I was gonna get on him about finding the audio. So every day I'd be like, "Hey, do you have the audio yet? Hey, do you have the audio yet? Hey, do you have the audio yet?" No, he's so. been he's been doing other stuff, yeah. so I don't think he's been messing with that. He's been uh, out of town where they don't have internet or yes. power or people, yep. apparently. Yeah, they, they have an outhouse. They do. Apparently, his uh, grandmother or somebody, some relative lived in a house out there, and uh, they were the solo, they one population one. 
Yep. They actually had a a post office for this one person. I still don't get how that works. I don't either. And uh, when they died, they closed the post office. And so they go out there <laughs> uh, to spend Thanksgiving at this house that has no power or electricity. So no Eric this week. Yeah. Um, but what do, what do we have this week? We have some wonderful sponsors this week that uh, sponsored this show. First off, we have Pariah of Burning Bridges Tattoo and Body Piercing LLC. I'm glad we added the LLC on there. Yes. And uh, they said, where's my cow catchers? And Crummy, who says, here's to Astragali. Hope the money donated helps, buddy. And we have a lumpy muffin, the troll, who says, Minecraft, why you no use my excavation station ideal? And John Maz, who says, Shaftlands is credit to team. So thank you all for sponsoring. We do have a a um, a YouTube channel sponsorship, which we'll get to in the news later. Okay, fabulous. Uh, but uh, I want to hear uh, a little more about um, Minecon. Uh, what, what did you What did you get to do at Minecon that you enjoyed a lot, Co? Uh, I think that the best thing for me was meeting people and uh, being on the panel because that was when I really got to to meet a lot of people, shake a lot of hands. Yeah, meeting people was the best part of the whole thing. And and it was a giant love-in. Like, everybody was really happy to meet each other and very friendly to each other. And we traveled in packs. Like, it's like we had, you know, covalent bonds forming between all of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we ended up getting a little... I, I ran into Goud immediately. And then uh, the first day of the con, we also got uh, B-double-O with us. And we ended up kind of gathering this little entourage that just went with us everywhere we spent the entire day actually both days uh hanging out with them well, ironically i didn't actually get to really hang out with you guys at all i, I know I saw you yeah guys. we just kept missing you guys by seconds <laughs> we were in the yeah. other ball of minecrafters yes we were and I, actually i tried to cross pollinate the two balls um because uh <laughs> Well, with why? the shaft, why? you want to cross pollinate the two balls yeah, with the why? shaft. What's so funny about that? <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, I understand uh, what you're saying. So, like, because I I ran into Goud, he came over and had some beers during happy hour yeah. on the day before mine minecon, and then once like we started all hanging out, and I'm at B Double O and everything, and Goud harassed me about not subscribing to his YouTube channel. Uh oh. Yeah. So here's what I want you to imagine: big old Goud, right? Popular, big on the internet. Okay. And he goes, Wes Wilson, you do not subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I was like, good, I'm big enough for you to know that I'm not subscribed to your YouTube channel. <laughs> I was oh, like, that's pretty touche. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so then he gave me his phone number and I was going to like, I, I was like calling him all that night trying to get him to come hang out with us. I remember that. And he never answered his phone. Never. I still have I, I have his oh, phone number right here. I can vouch for that. I could call him on the phone right now and bother him in our chat room. We were busy as heck. I can say that. <laughs> actually, I just realized I did have a Wes encounter. I don't think you know what I look like because I, wa I was walking past you. We were in the, the big ballroom. Yeah. And I saw you and I was like, hey, Wes. And then I like reached out and you just kept moving. So I just kind of like it was supposed to be like a pat on the shoulder, but it became like a weird kind of touch. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's true. I, I touched like that a lot at the con, actually. It's true. I don't know what you look like, and yep, yep. and so I was I was all excited to meet you all weekend long. But I, it, it, yeah, I mean, it was it was run from place to place, and you know, 
hope you get stuff <laughs> done. It's the same experience for me too. You, you, we passed each other and you recognized me and I, and I looked at you and it took me like two seconds. Boom, go, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, the co-bomb went off, you know. Yeah, and I'm so used to seeing like the Skype image of you and uh, it, it smaller, it kind of looks like you're sitting in like a, a, a chair, like reading a book and smoking a pipe for some reason. And it's nothing like that when you like l- look at the enlarged thing. So I, I kept looking for a guy smoking a pipe and, you know, it didn't happen. Well, they would let me bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> But it was cool. We, were, I mean, I I met all kinds of people. Like like it took me a while to know who Chimney Swift was. I never really knew who he was, and he was so nice and so friendly, and it was it was great meeting him. And then you know, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, that's Chimney Swift. Oh, okay. And he's gonna be on the show. He is. Yeah. Awesome. Already got it scheduled. He's got all kinds of positive energy. But you know, we're kind of already uh, talking about something here. So why don't we go ahead and do this? Our journeys. <laughs> we just need to edit that in there. We, uh, you know, it's like who's going to actually uh, do it without Eric here? Right? I know, I know. I guess we'll have to do that. Uh, so, uh, like we've been going on and on this uh, week, uh, we all uh, went to uh, Minecon, and I don't know about everybody else, but I've been kind of taking a breather uh, after getting back and just kind of. Uh, seeing my family and uh, getting back into the swing of life without Sharpies. <laughs> Do you know I walked around with my Sharpies in my pocket for like five days before I finally took them out? <laughs> yeah, I, I just took mine out yesterday, actually. I was like, what is the hell is this in my jacket? That's, oh, this, and I pulled out the Sharpie. <laughs> I didn't even think to bring one, but I, I had somebody run up. And they wanted an autograph, so I gave it to him. And then he just took off and left me a Sharpie. Oh, that's uh, I owe somebody a Sharpie now. We had to buy him from the FedEx place because we didn't bring him either. But it was just kind of like, like you said, it was like one kid had a Sharpie, and then everyone else were like, uh, "Can we borrow the, this other kid's <laughs> Sharpie?" And then he's not there, and kids are getting upset. So we ended up going to buy buy a few from the, yeah. the FedEx place there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was nice having that FedEx place right there. Actually. <laughs> yeah, you got cards done. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they they were they were quick and they're really nice people there actually. Yeah, but it, what it, kind of um, little interesting experiences did you have with uh, with people coming up to get like autographs and such? Because I noticed that a lot of people were bringing weird things with them, stuff that they made to have signed. There was some neat stuff. I, I the coolest thing was everyone that came to the con for those who didn't go got a Minecraft mouse pad from Razor. And um, it looks like a dirt block. And it's really cool. And that ended up being the default signing implement. Um, you in, you or in, the bag. Yeah, the bag was the other thing. There was a, the, yeah, that and the creeper bag. Yeah, it came with, like, it was like a Minecon bag with a creeper's face on it. But um, those became the, the default signing items. But like some people would buy creeper and Steve heads at the Jinx booth and bring those. And that was kind of cool. Now, uh, someone had a pig they made. Yep. It was pretty cool. And the guy had a son, uh, MacBook Air. Yeah, there was one. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, I forgot really? his name. Nice. There, there was That's a guy cool. who, who got us oh, all yeah, to I sign it. Yeah. 
And it was, you know, just seeing someone bring up something, and you're like, I am signing a half an inch under Notch's name. This is just the craziest, <laughs> right? Yeah. you know, yeah. weekend in my life. And I would put little hearts underneath Notch's name and then put Wes Wilson underneath it. Then you'd scratch out Yogscast? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. No, we don't want to go there, do we? <laughs> I think you just did. But then I'd, you know... But then I would, uh, you know, like if Lydia had already signed, I'd be like, Lydia loves Wes, you know, or Notch loves Wes. <laughs> so, I yeah. know you above Notch. <laughs> and then I, I joked around with uh, C14, uh, C418 was um, at um, talking on Twitter about how um, he didn't get to sign some people's stuff and he was sorry. And so I joked around and I said, that's okay. I, I pretended to be you and signed some people signed, did some autographs. So it's, I covered it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then somebody on Twitter goes retweeted and went, that's just wrong. You can't do that. <laughs> well, I got, I accidentally signed a couple heads, I think twice. Cause that was the other thing is people have Steve and creeper yeah. heads. And like I'd look on there, and they'd be like, "Hey, Brent, did you just sign this twice?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." Yeah. <laughs> well, we there would be three of us, and like sometimes the items would travel one way with the three of us, and sometimes it would travel the other. So it would sometimes it would bounce back. Yeah. So. So John, see interesting things signed too. Oh yeah, yeah. I, the weirdest thing was um, when I was at the IGN booth. There was one of those wooden creeper statues standing nearby. And I, I noticed, like, it had something written on it. If I went over and looked at it, and it looked like, I think Bebop Box had signed the side <laughs> of it. But it was like nobody's thing. It was just, it was part of the set. So then me and Good and B-Dubs went over there and signed it, too. So there's a creeper out there somewhere. There's, more, there's a creeper. story to this. There there's is more to that to story, yep. I there's, want to know what happens to it now. Well, the creeper gets taken to the Dead Mouse concert. Oh, it that's did? where we signed it. Exactly. Yeah, and then and then everybody signed it there. And I put a sticker on it. And so it has it. all sorts of signatures on it. Then the it was taken from there, and and we don't know where it went from there, but we know that the community has it. Yeah, that's that's all I know. Somebody oh, stole man, that's the so creeper. Crazy. Oh wow, that's awesome, man. That's like it's it's going to be like one of those like dwarves that or a, Isn't, you know lawn gnome. There's thing. a picture in my um in my collection of them actually taking the creeper out. And yeah, it was uh the joke was the creeper was the first to pass out. Yeah, <laughs> that mouse wow. concert. So, so wait, maybe we should put notch. a reward up for this and get it in the studio. Oh, that would be, be awesome. awesome. Too bad we don't yeah. have anything. Fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you. A, probably figure out who has it. I think I know. So. We'll give you a mouse, a Minecraft mouse pad, if you bring us the big, huge, giant. Is it Joe Hills? Come on. No, there's. <laughs> you can look at the picture. I didn't recognize him. Well, it's got to be someone who drove, right? Because no one could have flown with it, right? Yeah. It was a big. Yeah, it was huge. So. Yeah, I know. I I know who it is and stuff. I'm not gonna say right now because I don't want them to get bombarded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll make sure you tell us later then. So, uh, other parts of the uh, con or uh, this week, anybody have anything that they they've been doing? Wow, I c I have a st I have a couple stories I could share. Okay, share away. I, um, well, one of the cool things was you know Thursday getting there early and you know hooking up with everybody and then going to the House of Blues and all that kind of stuff. That was that was just really cool. That was um, you know neat meeting everybody and doing vlogception. Um, which was pretty cool. <laughs> like every <laughs> vlogger filming every other vlogger. Um, well, was that? I called it the the social media fist bump. People filming each other at the same time. Right, right. But you're a faker. 
I did. Everybody was pointing their cameras at each other, so I just held my phone up and pretended to be filming everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so that was really cool. That uh, just meeting everybody and stuff like that. And then um, we went to the early registration um, uh, Thursday night, and I think we stopped somewhere on the way there, um, like Starbucks or something, which was on the way up to there. And some uh, little kid recognized me and wanted my autograph and his picture taken with me. And I was just floored, man. I had, you know, it hadn't even really hit me yet and it started yet. And, um, uh, this, and this kid's dad doesn't really know what, he kind of knew what Minecraft was, but he just knew his son was really into it. Didn't play with him or anything. But after the mine, I ran into him after Minecon was pretty much all done and they're getting ready to leave and he's like thank you so much and and uh you know i'm gonna be playing with my son we're gonna set up our own little minecraft server and stuff i just thought that was really 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 cool and you might have ran into the kid his name was uh casey i think his uh, twitter name is one plus two and he's just the uh, coolest fan ever and uh he actually won a a mouse from me from a little contest i was having so that was cool yeah he was a cool kid i met him yeah, did you meet him? Yeah, yeah, he was really cool. And so now his parents are going to get involved with him and stuff. So that's pretty cool. And there's some really neat events like that. You know, I, I moderated um, uh, some of the breakout sessions, some of the family ones, like um, family that plays together and family game night, uh, bonding through Minecraft, um, along with the epic builds. But that was nothing compared to the family ones. And I got to meet a lot of families and hook up and met like a grandmother who plays with her 13 year old son actually has this really good relationship with them because of it and uh some other ones that the other guy that didn't play with his kid and only let his kid play an hour and after coming to my con and seeing all this and seeing the parents talk about it and stuff he's gonna like gonna start playing with his kid and <laughs> it was some really neat dynamics happening in these breakout sessions and, and they Definitely, um yeah. When they rolled out into the hallways, that's where it really, really got interesting and even more relationships built. But one one thing that came out of this that's going to happen, and I've already talked to Paul uh, Soros Jr. and stuff, mm-hmm. is there's a big need in the community for resources for parents so that they can feel safe about you know uh, what their kids are doing, uh, how to you know keep them safe and that sort of thing. So what came out of the sessions is um, creating a, a Minecraft Parent Association. That actually can um, will have a seal and can have a, res- a website with resources for parents and a seal of approval for um, servers and that are family friendly uh, and things like that. So we're working on that um, mm. as we speak. Pretty cool stuff. That's that a good one. Great. Sweet. That's that's awesome. I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, you know the shaft will be up there at the top of the list of things to do, listen <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Never not. I, I don't know if we get the seal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I might have to do a, like a, a rating system or something. Yeah. Or I think I think we're PG Caution thir- parents. PG thirteen. 13 yeah. Like that. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. We'll scar your children probably. Yes. yes. <laughs> we did ask that of many of our like fans, like if their parents yeah, were there. True. We'd say, Hey, we haven't scarred your children or anything, have we? <laughs> <laughs> But I mean that there was uh you know some of the coolest things there was um you know Swamp Chick and uh Eggs were there. Yep. Uh which are uh, uh two of our listeners that have been to like our our small convention. And uh you know one night she gave us like this little and I don't know if she wants me to mention this but I I thought it was so nice. She gave us this little um 
envelope that said drink coupons on it. And she talked about, you know, gets a couple of drinks. And we're like, awesome, you know. And we open it, and let's just say we got a lot of drinks off of it. And it was very <laughs> nice of her. Um, and so that was yeah. a lot of fun. Well, I was lucky enough. I got to escort eggs um, to the Nosh with Notch. And that was a real pleasure. Um, now, they, they had increased the size of it. I think it was originally 100 people. I think they pulled it up to 150 or something like that. Um, but it was a nice buffet, and, and all the proceeds went to Make-A-Wish Foundation. Nice. And um, it was kind of funny, though, because they put, like, um, Mojang people at each of the tables, and I got Lydia, you know, who I already know. <laughs> you know, But at the same time, it was good for, for eggs, you know, because he really hadn't gotten – I mean, he had met her because um, um, his mom was on the parents' panel. Right. So – but it was uh, it was it was really neat. We you know I got to uh, introduce him to Carl and you know the other people that I had met before. So you know it was kind of cool. Can I can I ask what the full story was on that? Because that's like a whole part of the con that I completely missed. I, I didn't know anything about it. Well, it just was a it just was a lunch on Saturday that um, it was expensive, and it was all the proceeds from the lunch went straight to Make a Wish. In other words, I believe Mojang paid for the entire lunch, and the proceeds of the of all the ticket sales went straight to Make a Wish Foundation. Wow! And it was, was there the, was a guest from Make a Wish there who yeah. was um, the guy uh, at the closing ceremony. Yes, who was a really cool guy, by the way. Favorlock. I keep seeing that name around. Hey, that's him. That's, that's something that went completely over my head. Uh, where did I see it? I saw it he's last night Bebop. too. He's actually one of Bebop's admins. Oh. And so you'll see him around. He's really active in the community, so he's not just like a like a nobody who wanted to make a wish for Minecon. He's actually in the community, and it was his wish to go to Minecon. Oh no! Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't sitting there like a Scrooge like no. this. this guy. <laughs> no, no. But, but he's no, I just want to say it's really, really a um, you know, really somebody who was close to the community. I thought that was really cool, and um. Uh, it just brought him in, you know, even more closer to the community. Yeah. That was cool. uh, is it is it okay to ask what um, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's um, some sort of I think cancer that that can reoccur and can strike at any time. So. Oh, wow. So now, on that note, um, other delightful things that we did at Minecon. Um, Oh my gosh, the big party, the final night. Yeah. That yeah. was Red right Fort dinner. Yeah. Dinner was awesome. Oh yeah, we went to dinner. Um uh, some of our fans, uh Lego Lad, invited us to dinner at Red Square. And Scruffinator. Is it Scruffinator? Scruffinator, I think. Scruffinator. And and uh, oh my god, it was so good. Uh it was this Russian themed restaurant there, um, right near the Mandalay Bay. Yeah, and then while we were there, there was another table that ordered us a round of drinks for everyone because their son, or it was their son's birthday, I guess, yeah. and he listened to the show. So that was all kind of just bizarre and, and crazy. And then after that, mouse party, which which I was kind of sick. I I had been uh, I've been eating like all protein for like a month, and then at Minecon, I, I just threw it out the window. I was eating like McDoubles. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you that last night man i felt horrible and i had to take craps everywhere i was making poop blocks left and right <laughs> and the last thing i wanted to do was go to this this 
after party, you know, this yeah. huge party and have to poop. But so, we made you. We made you go. So y'all made me. And I was kind of glad because it was the coolest bathroom I've ever pooped in. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, like, like, walked in this they, club. I, I, you know, I was freaking out because like, oh, God, I got to go so bad. So I went through first. You're, <laughs> you're pushing through all these people because the club was crazy off the block. And I finally find the re- well. First, I walk into like the kitchen, and this guy's like pointing me. He's like, "No, the restroom's up there." Uh, so anyway, I get to the restroom, and like all the doors for the stalls are closed, and I'm like, "What the crap?" Like really nice looking bathroom. Uh, and I so I turn around to go out, and this guy grabs me. He's like, "No, no, 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 no!" He opens the door. Apparently, you know, they have like attendants in here, like six of them. And he opens the door to one of the stalls and, like, wipes everything down. Like, the seat, the handle, the walls, the door. And then he's like, here you go. Uh, and there was, like, ten attendants in that bathroom. Yeah, it was Wait, it was crazy. Like stand nearby and, and, like, listen? I hope not because... He wanted to make sure when he's done or not. You know? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't stuff scrawled into the back of the doors of the this bathroom. Like, I think that maybe they listened for that. I mean, there could have been some guy up the street, right? Yeah. And and then I I get out and it's like you know they're pouring soap into your hands and like turning on the water giving you towels handing you smokes and candies like it was crazy it yeah. was like Willy Wonka's chocolate bathroom. Yeah, no, it was worth the trip just for the bathroom. Was Prince Harry in there with you? He he might have been. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> He's yeah, in the can, I think. I went into the bathroom and and like I was a fr- you know I was I I just had to pee, but you know I, I like walked in and and like, there were like all these attendants shuffling around and I've done like fine dining and I've been in lots of places with bathroom attendants, but never that many. And I was intimidated. I was wondering if they were like a bathroom attendant street gang. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you know. Go through your pockets. Well, I expected them to start, you know, getting in a line and snapping their fingers and staring at me, you know. (laughs) Side story. Oh, jeez. But yeah, so anyway, it was, you know, it, it was a big swanky club, and if you wanted drinks, you were going to wait half an hour and spend $400 for them, so I didn't do any of that. Yeah. Uh, I just sat there and tried not to poop on myself and listen to some cool music, and then I went home early. My yeah. favorite part was the, the limo rides there, and to and from. That was fun. Yep. We, we, we discovered I, that it was cheaper for large groups to take a limo than to take individual ta- uh, cabs. So, like, it would be great if we were really, truly styling and profiling, you know, throwing money around like, you know, like fat new Las Vegas fat cats. But Well, and what was sad about it is here we all get this limousine, then we're going to pop out in the front of the swanky club in a limousine, and he's going to park like a mile or, you know, yeah. a block past the club just to let us out. Yeah. And, like, the bus lane, and we're like, oh, great. Yeah, because we had 20 people or whatever. Yeah, but, but on the but we we did get in one the Hummer one on the way back right in front, and that was pretty tight. Yeah, I didn't get to go on that trip. I was still pretty chilly. Oh, anyway. that was fun. Seriously, I I walked there. I walked the strip. What? You walked yeah. to the win? Yeah, I I left like three hours early. <laughs> did you need some exercise? He had a sign. Well, we went <laughs> with some friends who were like, "You need to see all the crappy." clubs and stuff so that's what we walked it and checked everything out on the way and by the time i got there i was already miserable oh Uh, that's a shame (sighs) wasn't it all windy and stuff still oh yeah yeah it was windy and cold hurricane winds and stuff 
Well, and I think you were kind of on the same kind of level as I was. Is I, I kind of wanted to just be back at the hotel hanging out where you could talk and, um, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, I was sitting in a chair. Extremely <laughs> disappointed with the um, the party. It, it didn't seem to be to make much sense to have that kind of party after a a uh, sort of two or two and a half day convention where people can walk in all over the place. Like, why would you have them well, go to here's... a club where there's no chairs? It's, it's, well, here's the deal. Part of it is because it was Dead Mouse's debut because he's now residence at the Win for the Essex. And so That's it was actually announced it on Thursday. So it was actually his debut for his residency there. Oh. Or they would have probably done it at the other hotel, you know. But that's why they, 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 they did it there. I, you know, I love Dead Mouse, but I honestly would have, if I would have been in charge, I would have vetoed that. I would have been like, well, sorry, I guess we're not having Dead Mouse. Love somebody else. <laughs> well, we, it, was, it got really fun once we took over the $6,000 table. Yes. <laughs> and danced on it. Well, you know, I had already started claiming space because me and one of the Dicecraft guys, we went down onto the dance floor as soon as we got there. We got drinks. We headed down to the dance floor. We wedged in between, you know, all these 20-somethings, me and this other 40-something-year-old guy. And, you know, we go down to the front. And we, I was like four rows back from Dead Mouse when he started. And we were hooping it up and having a good time. And, and like, uh, in the middle of it, you know, we kept getting people going, you guys are awesome, you know, <laughs> we're laughing. And then, like, one guy goes, pointed to his friend and goes, check out the old dudes, they're great. And I, and I looked at him and went, oh, no. I'm the old guy on the dance floor, aren't I? <laughs> and he went, "Yeah, but you look great, man." <laughs> Wait, was this was this the uh, the swanky people saying that? This was the we were down like in the sweaty like in front of Dead Mouse, like hooping it up. So I, I left it like midnight or something, or, or very early. So I missed all. That. Well, Dead Mouse Dead Mouse started at, at midnight. So, okay. but we, but, uh, so yeah, we had already started and, and like, you know, Nivex in the chat room saying that the, that the Minecraft people didn't fit in and all, I totally disagree. I, oh, I, no, I agree with that. No, no, everybody. You weren't, you weren't standing in the line, man. Yes, we I was. We were actually at the front of the line. Oh, no, you were there? No, no, I was in the line. We, we, we waited in the line and watched all the paid girls get fast forwarded through so they could go and pad the numbers in the club. Uh, and then we saw the other general admission line that was, you know, everybody that wasn't Minecraft. Yeah, I don't think we fit in with those people. Uh, yeah, that was creepy. Like, we had a, a um, what I could only think of as like a shame uh, <laughs> <box>. <laughs> That's. Yeah, I would not have gotten into that club any other I'm night. I'm with you, Unco. Totally not my thing, you know. Um, I'm not ultra rich or anything like that. I mean, some of these some of these boxes that you're that you have to get a uh, a bottle for the bottle started at like twenty five hundred dollars. So oh yeah, I mean, yeah. totally not my culture. I felt really out of place, and I I think I confirmed that with about everybody around me. But I made the most of it, and we kind of you know we were just chanting Minecraft, Minecraft, and Minecon, and so, you know, so we kind of we kind of made it our own as best as we could. See, I know, I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm just. I was so fed up at that point that I, all I was doing was it was like I had a checklist and it's like this sucks and this yeah, sucks. yeah. <laughs> beer is ten dollars. Well, like, hey, we um, almost left. We almost left immediately because I was with um, Bebop Box and they almost got I mean physically removed because um, Chad the DJ had a really nice camera, and it all makes sense now because the because the um, uh, Prince uh, Harry was there. You know they thought he was probably. Um, 
uh, paparazzi. paparazzi or something. Yeah, Wait, I mean, they were on him there? hardcore. Yeah, yeah he was, was there on the joke. dance floor. No, no, no. That's why there was like a, a Secret Service guy every 10 feet. Yeah. There was? I mean, so, oh, my gosh. There were yep. people in there with like the wind security jackets that didn't even fit them. Yeah. And, and I knew it's something was up when I saw that. Point. I knew something was up. I'm like, these people don't even have jackets that fit them, and they've got high-tech um, uh, uh, equipment for, for communication. No way. I said, something something's bigger, especially when they were so aggressive to get bebopping them out of there. I mean, they, they, they had no idea about Minecraft or Minecon, but they were, like, about to physically seriously fit. So he called up the, the Dead Mouse um, admins and went and put his um, camera up in their room. And then he got right into the Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have to wait after that. He got right in. But, like, you know, I, I don't know. I had a great time. I, I, I used to be, you know, heavy in the club scene. So, you know, I, I, I didn't feel that uncomfortable. And then uh, I my also my cousin works for CNN and he was there. He, he had been filming Notch and Mojang and everything for the whole weekend for a mine con bid on CNN. And uh, I knew he was there somewhere. But like while I started playing Marco Polo with him from the middle of the dance floor with our phones, you know, hey, I'm on the left side. Hey, I'm on and my phone went dead. And so I, I started doing laps around the place trying to find him. And then um, uh, Trot from Hat Films invited me to go into the VIP area of the, of the club. And this was, I think, just after Dead Mouse stopped playing. So it was probably about 2. It was, later in the night. It was about 2.15, I think. Right. And uh, Trot invited me over, and I was like, well, am I going to know anybody in here? And it wasn't like the VIP area behind the DJ. It wasn't where all the Mojang people were. Uh, it was the so one on the side. And and uh, if I'd gotten there earlier, they had like like alcohol and and mixers and everything set out in glasses so you could pour your own drinks from the stuff in the VIP room. Nice. And uh, Simon was there from Yogg's Cast, yeah. uh, hooping it up. I sat down next to him and yelled in his ear and tried to tried to convince him who I was. And <laughs> but it was too loud. But then I looked over and, and saw my. Um, saw my my cousin and he and his wife were you know dancing and having fun and i joined them and we ended up going down the dance floor some more and and uh it, I, I ended up staying at the club till four thirty in the morning and then we left and went and tried to join the other minecraft nights at the irish pub and um they were just starting to shut down there but we said hello to everybody there and then we went to bed so nice. yeah that's that was the tag thing that happened where um I was I bailed and I went to the Irish pub. I was hanging there with uh, Danny B style. Yeah, the guy who did the soundtrack to Super Meat Boy and, and other stuff like that, because he was actually in the VIP at XS. He didn't like it, so he left. We met up there, and then I went uh, down to the casino floor after that, and then everybody else showed up at that same pub. Yeah. So we just like we never really again, synced up. Yeah, just missed each other again. I know. Next, Same with Goo next for con. me was I never never kept I kept missing Goo too. Yeah. Well, we're we're planning to do a you know an East Coast thing at Play On Con next. Uh, you know, there's no date for it it's yet. It's tentatively the last weekend of July right now. So uh, we'll have to get everybody down here for that, and we're gonna try to do like a Minecraft track or something, and uh, have some fun. Just just enjoy the weekend together, and uh, and get to meet people and. And maybe we should quit talking about the Minecon because I think we're making Stephos walk really sad. I know, I know, oh, I know. It's terrible. Stephos. Group of us that want to talk to you about play on though, just so you know. Okay, cool, <laughs> excellent. We're gonna have fun. So, um, yes. 
from the Minecraft Daily. News and updates. And today, the news and updates Minecraft Daily segment is sponsored by Joe Hills, who says, If the Greeks can descend into hell and return victorious, why can't a Tennessean? Watch <laughs> Joe Hills in the Nightmare Realm at http colon slash slash <laughs> I'm giving him his money's worth here youtube.com slash Joe Hills TSD for Minecraft fun with all the twang you wish your bow still had <laughs> aye, aye, aye. that was amazing so, uh, Joe Hills was at Minecon we won't keep going back to Minecon yes we will yeah. but um, he's always a fun guy and he'll be at play on con um, so uh, new stuff this week. I, I know there was, uh, I don't know if this is in here, but there's a little bit of back and forth with, uh, Notch and Yogg's cast. I guess that got all sorted out though. Notch had, a uh, uh, a tiring day the next day and, and, uh, aired some laundry in the public, which he later apologized for. And, yep. uh, Yogg's cast kind of came back with, uh, you know, uh, Hey, we're, we didn't know we did this. Yeah. We're sorry. Sort of thing, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I don't dig into drama, so I like ignored it. Yeah, you know. Me too. Um, uh, so I, I like because I I find that on a situation like that where you've got people who are reasonable friends and then something goes wrong, it's going to get worked out. And everybody jumped on it and was like blah 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 blah, and all it did was exacerbate a situation that was going to be solved like with like twenty four hours worth of time. Yeah, it, and it escalated to something that I was just like, come on, come on. It was kind of, it was kind of, uh, it was kind of neat though. Cause I like what Joe Hills did to try to diffuse some of the drama. <laughs> he started posting things with the hashtag. Joe Hills is more arrogant than Yogg's cast and notch combined. And, uh, he's like, you know, I spent two days at Minecon distributing cards with my face on them. <laughs> oh, man. Those were so I have hilarious. One. Looking at one right now. I have a few. <laughs> <laughs> and and just, you know, and and just all kinds of things like that. And I, I thought that was healthy for, for what was going on. But I, I, you know, people kept sending me messages on Steam and Twitter like, hey, have you heard about it? And I'm like, no, I don't shut up. I don't I'm not getting in this. You know, this is not something that I think is is pertinent towards our community. This is just, you know, everybody was hung over. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna attest to that. Yeah, so I was a little grouchiness afterwards too. Yeah, well, Brent had dropped me off at my house at four thirty in the morning. Yeah, and then I had to go to work. I know. I'm so sorry. It's okay. And uh, so, so you know, then I woke up to that, and I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah, like what's going down? Oh, don't worry, I got a nap at work. I fell asleep. Really? Yeah, I had a, <laughs> had a coworker come over and like nudge me, dude. You're snoring pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, just pretty much went to sleep right now. <laughs> Why'd you wake me up, dude? Anyway, so uh, I guess we got uh, uh, Minecraft was also nominated for two Spike VGA awards, uh, and they'll take place on uh, December tenth. Are we going to be seeing a lot more awards this year for Minecraft, or did did they get their share I, of? Over the no, they're going to keep going. I think with all the with all the iOS stuff and the um, they're already like the top uh, sales in the iOS store, and then um, with the with the Xbox stuff. Oh my gosh, it's we haven't go even seen crazy. seen that go yet. That's that's going to be crazy. 
Yeah, I can't wait for that. If you're going to buy the Xbox version, buy it from our site. (laughs) 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 We'll have a link. Uh, I'm kind of excited about the new influx of people, though. I'm I'm going to be interested to see like how the one like whether there's a real jump in sales. That's a t- you know like whether being Minecraft 1.0 really made a change in how many copies of Minecraft are getting sold. Well, people have been going so. into the stores and asking them people for Minecraft 1.0. Have yeah. you heard those reports that people yeah. have actually gone on into? So you know. Average people hearing about it going in and saying, where do I get it? Yeah. That's, that's important. So, and I guess there weren't any box sales, huh? Mm-mm. Any any news? Anybody hear anything about that? If they're planning on that? I don't think so. Nothing just look at their site and just see if the, see if it's jumped significantly. Well, and I, you know, and it may not have jumped for the PC sales, but if they're selling that many iOS and, you know, they'll sell that many Xbox, it's like... Uh, resales right like like i bought it for the iphone again yeah so i i've bought it twice now why did you buy it again <laughs> well i i bought it for the pc and now oh. i bought it for oh, the okay. I ios yeah. yeah i'll probably buy it for xbox if i right. get my xbox working yeah so they're up to it's 4,185,161 62 62 <laughs> 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 so God, we need a money counter like that on the front of our side. <laughs> no, right. that would really be that would really be depressing. It'd be fine. Look, we made six dollars. Six oh one. Six oh two. Uh oh, don't like, make me do like this. <laughs> Duck shot. <laughs> so we sorry, did I ruin that segment? No. No. You've just made it better. Okay, so we also got uh, C418's uh, Minecraft music album, Minecraft Alpha, was a part of uh, the indie music bundle that, that went out there. I haven't bought this yet. I need to. Is it over yet? Did I miss it? I don't know. Does anybody know? Uh, I think it's still going. Uh, so it's a bunch of music. I mean, for a buck or more, just getting Minecraft uh, Alpha is worth it. Uh, and I think there's a, like 17 albums or something. So uh, definitely go to that. We'll we'll link to it at uh, gamemusicbundle.com, I believe. Uh, there's soundtracks to Cobalt, Super Meat Boy, Return All Robots, uh, uh, Wind Up Night, Milkshake, uh, and uh, C418's other album, 72 Minutes of Fame. So a bunch of good stuff there. That's very exciting. Now, uh, besides the dead end here, um, <laughs> Thanksgiving miracle for Astragali. Do you want to talk about this bit? Oh man, yeah, that would, uh, it kind of all happened so fast. Um, there was news, you know, that that uh, uh, Astra was possibly going to get evicted. He he's been cut down to in his hours, you know, and he was barely getting by as it is. And and this is a guy who just gives and gives and gives and gives the community and just never asks for anything in return, right? You know. Yeah. Um. He does a lot of cool stuff. I mean, he 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 translates stuff for Sam Cube, and um, he's just a. Uh, and you guys have all probably experienced something or uh, that he's done with the Minecraft scribe and stuff. So he does um, our we, show every week. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, except for yeah, this. yeah. I mean, he's he's totally involved. Um, uh, more Very than cool guy. More, yeah, yeah. Just 
just one of the coolest people ever. And so when um, the the Crystal Crow started a donation drive, I don't think she she imagined it would um, uh, go as far as it did. He needed a uh, I think a thousand three hundred seventy five dollars for the rent, um, and and he had no idea. You know, he's not really from the state, so he kind of was really scared about the the eviction laws and all that kind of stuff. He was just afraid he's going to be out on the street for Thanksgiving, <laughs> right? right? So here comes the community, um, like Notch and Jeb and Carl and Easy, start retweeting um, about the 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 donation drive that Crystal Crow did. Um, and there was like a, you know, a, a donation uh, for that you could do. But then Sam Cube actually did, uh, who does Wondercraft, um, actually has a couple of artworks that he did of, did of Notch and Jed that um, that are signed by him and Notch and by him and Jed that are uh, in the auction um, till uh, the 29th. And it's raising money also. So not only did um, they've already blown away uh, paying his rent, but we're also going to, you know, give him a nice turkey dinner and uh, some other things. So uh, I just I was floored when the community reached out in this way. And then so I did a kind of a private VIP party for all his friends on my private server um, the other night. And we all did some custom builds for him and stuff and got to really give thanks for him. Something probably he didn't really get a real Thanksgiving um, so that was kind of our Thanksgiving to him. So it was, it was really neat. Well, and what, what I find kind of crazy about this is that, uh, I guess maybe it's just me being out of it for this past week, but this is the first thing I've heard of this. And he, yeah. he like helps us out every week doing show notes. And I mean, I was there at the party, but I didn't really know what the party was for. I just knew it was for Astragali. Yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to join in and uh, see what was going on. I didn't really either. I joined, I jumped in and, and was logging on and, you know, and I was Is like, he, oh, hey, party for Astra. Yeah. That's yeah, more of a just a way to give thanks for him, you know, for the people who maybe not necessarily could reach out financially. Yeah. But um, but his friends and the people that are close to him to just, uh, you know, say give thanks for him because he's such a great guy. Yeah. Well, that's cool. We'll, we'll definitely um, I'll link this or uh, it's, it's still going on till uh, the 29th is the auction and. They'll be taking uh, donations till the end of the month. Yeah, and on my Twitter feed, there's a bunch of pictures from the builds that they did, which are just amazing. You know, like, uh, there was some unknown demon and master builder did a sculpture of him. There's some, you know, um, all the things he's into, which I, that was really cool because people know him, right? So they were doing um, things that are very uh, dear to him. Like he likes dice, so they made him a dice house. He likes. Um, um, Doctor Who. So there's things about Doctor Who. There's, um, you know, a lot of things that if you know him personally, they they, they were tu- his friends were tuning into. It was really really neat. And Stephos made a gigantic disco ball. Yeah, that took all night. Yeah, a little help from Thefri. It was so awesome. That's I'm going to make that available for download, and then I'm going to make some videos in there. Hopefully really soon. Hopefully tonight, and then um, so that people can really get a good look at it and maybe even download it and go check it out themselves that would be very very awesome yeah because there's some really neat things in there yes. that were built in no time at all it's just amazing i mean it was a um creative server but it's still amazing some of the stuff that was built was well, there um is there any more news i think we're done 
Don't say that because I'm trying to do something. <laughs> um, Make up some news. <laughs> Let's see some news. Uh, the Star Wars: The Old Republic beta is going on right now. <laughs> um, uh, I um, yeah. Tell them about the, about the show where they can listen to it. When oh it yeah. Starts. We're working on. Uh, we're going to be doing a podcast. Um, I, I don't know if how many of our Shaft listeners know this, but we do other podcasts, and we do a uh, Team Fortress Two podcast called Control Point. Um, Brent does a podcast with his brother, and what's the name of that one again? Two guys in a cup. No, <laughs> it's uh, hunting for health. Hunting for health, and then uh, Spencer and I do a show called Core Elements. Spencer just started up a show called Drivel with Spencer, and what he's doing is these are live shows. I think uh, the next one is at nine thirty on Monday night. I think. Uh, and what it is is he just takes live calls and records, you know, a live podcast. And it's called Drivel with Spencer. And the first episode was last week, and it was a lot of fun. And that's going well. And then additionally, we're we're working on two other podcasts. We've got one called Firefallen for the new uh, Firefall game that's going to be coming out. And then also we're working on our Star Wars The Old Republic podcast, which uh, right now is being named Torp for The Old Republic podcast. Very original. Yes. And Did you, can, you think of that, Russ? Dorp. I, I don't remember. Dorp. Dorp. Uh, but we're we're gonna we're most likely doing uh we're, we're very excited about it. We've been talking about trying to do one for quite a while. Um and so yeah. And you can get to all our podcasts from www.deadworkers.com slash network. Did you just say www.deadworkers.com? But I didn't add the <laughs> http colon slash slash. That's some good stuff. Magnificent. You worked really hard to get that going, huh? I did, and I, I really got it going for this one here about animals. Okay. okay. Hey guys, Bash Cross 32 here. I got a question for you guys this week. Uh, what's your opinion of the new animal farming and animal spawn policies? Me personally, I like less animals, but sometimes it makes it hard to find certain animals. Like, I might find cows, sheep, and pigs, but no chicken. Or I might find, you know, chickens, cows, and but no sheep, and so on and so on. So, let me know what you guys thought on the whole new system is, alright? I'm 50-50 well, on it. I I like less animals as well, but like, for instance, I started my 1.0 world, and the first thing I'm doing is I'm like, okay, I need I, I want a bed. I don't want to even bother with the first couple of nights. So I, I but I spawned in a in a jungle biome, and I couldn't find any sheep. No sheep for you. No sheep for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I, I just started my world today. Actually, I'm going to be live streaming my world from beginning to end. Brentopia. Um, so I, I've got my first house, and I'm starting to just you know gather some supplies. But right now, food is my difficulty. I'm having to kill some chickens, and I'm about to start my wheat farm. So I hopefully won't have any problem with you know food in the future. But yeah, it's kind of not being able to get your bed right away and things like that. It, it makes it much more difficult. So it's, it's more of a game, uh, in that fashion. Yeah. When resources are scarce, it becomes, <laughs> it changes the whole aspect of the game. You know, you're, you're having to, you know, plant food and look for, you know, actually go out and 
go into danger and look for stuff that you normally just have right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, wait around long enough for it to appear. You know, that's the other or, thing. Or actually, you, you have to start to build something to, to start to harvest those things. So, you know, where before you're just like, oh, I'll just go outside and get it. You know, but before now you have to really think it out and you have to think about breeding and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, and and the the whole food thing has made me change the way I play the game. Before, what I would do is I would start digging a hole and then I would put dirt I would put doors up and I really wouldn't go above ground very often. Yeah, same here. I would just dig down and and you know, look for my metal, try to get to bedrock, start branch mining, try to get my diamonds, all that kind of stuff. And and this time on my 1.0 world, I actually did an aerial platform. Instead of going down, I I got my, you know, my stone tools, I got some coal and and then for my first night I spent it up in the air. That's funny because that's kind of the the way I did. I have a I had a tower that I built right away so that I can look out for stuff that I need to go get. It actually totally changed the way I played. Yeah, me too. That's well, interesting. What about you, Ko? I am not used to this system yet because I haven't really. I, I only really play Minecraft when I'm making videos. So whatever people see me do there is all I've really done. And I've bred a couple animals but i don't know if they grow up or if it takes you know how long it takes for them to grow up or whatever but i like the system is it a couple minecraft days i think it's a couple minecraft days yeah well I, i like that they're they're taking it in that direction because i think it's um the survival aspect is what i've always liked and that kind of adds to it you know you you gotta capture you gotta hunt and gather your own animals and then you have to maintain them because just like in real life, you know, each ecosystem has only a certain number of animals, and if you kill them all, they're just gone. So it's it's cool in that respect. Got a, a lot of chickens in my biome right now. Me too. <laughs> kind of making me angry. I got chickens and pigs all over the place, and no sheep. I uh, have no pigs, yeah. chickens, tons of chickens, and tons of sheep, but no pigs. I have to really go. Uh, no cows. I have to really go far. Uh, but if I go for this one area, there are just tons of cows. Just ton. I could just get cows all day long. It's crazy. Huh. So it's are, kind of an adventure, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But I had to mark on the like. We made a map, um, and we went on the map to go see where. You know, I have to point out to my kids. Okay, these are where the cows are. You guys go over here to get cows, and we made like a trail <laughs> with, uh, you know, um, some yeah, like cowboys and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You had to go out there, and all you needed was a horse, and then you herd them back to your <laughs> to your home. That would be very cool, actually. I'm, I can't wait for the cool mods that are going to come out for 1.0 when people realize, you know, I'm not going to have to change this every five minutes. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. So, are are y'all planning on where you're building your houses by where your biomes are, or are y'all finding like uh, you're building and then going out and finding the resources and bringing them back to wherever you started first? Um. Well, as far as myself, I uh, I just traveled for a really long time, and then I picked a spot, and it turned out to not be very good. And what happened? What happened that led me to my new spot is that I actually had to leave to go freaking find cows. And uh, <laughs> right, yeah. And while I was on my little cow quest, I came across an NPC village, and and then this was a much better area because it's like, oh, it has all the animals, it has a ravine, it has a village, it has the squidwards, and a nice hill where I can put a house. So bam, I'm good. I'll be here. Nice. I did get some really pretty terrain on my random generated world 1.0 world. Got some really cool terrain, some some, you know, like like just off the coast there's a big 
tall island with kind of a bay in the middle, like the bay kind of goes through the middle of it, you know? Right. And um, I'm really looking forward to exploring this world a lot and finding some pretty stuff. Well, and, and I, um, you know, I urge people who uh, want to start a new, you know, world with with the 1.0, follow, follow along with me, uh, too. You can actually use the Seed Brentopia, all lowercase, uh, and we can all be in the same world and uh, tell each other where cool stuff is kind of based on uh, uh, that seed. Uh, yeah. That, that sounds so, cool. So we have one more listener contribution here. You want to read this one with us? Or sure. Sure. I am upgrading my computer so that I can play Minecraft, and I was just wondering if a 3.2 gigahertz dual-core Pentium processor and 3 gigs of RAM will do the trick. <laughs> I got an NVIDIA graphics card, so I think I'm good there. Thanks for your help. How yes. many gigs of RAM board, was that? 3 gigs of RAM? Well, that is, that is such a weird amount of RAM. I know. It really is. Well, if it's XP, it can't use over 3, three gigs of RAM. So. Yeah. Uh, well, no, they put out a 64-bit edition. But yeah, you're probably right. yeah, they probably have the 32-bit of it. I I really don't think you'll have much trouble with that setup, but of course, more RAM will help everything. Yeah, it's always it came down for me. It was like a RAM thing because it would just keep getting more. You know, use about a gig after a while uh, when I have it on far. Near. Far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Minecraft is kind of weird when it comes to hardware. It's it's really hard to say what's going to make it run good. I know people who have complained about having issues with it, and they have perfectly, like, way, way, way overkill hardware for what Minecraft should really need, but still doesn't run right. Yeah, cl- cleaning out your um, your Java and making sure Java's installed correctly. I use the 64-bit version of Java because I have a 64-bit processor and 64-bit Windows 7. And so it runs really, really good with that. Um, so I think that sometimes has... I've had, been on some people's computers and it runs like crap. I've updated uh, their Java and then it was like a brand new game, you know, so... Well, there's um, an example right there because I don't use the uh, 64-bit Java because it makes it makes everything else that I do with Minecraft screw up. Really? Like, uh, well, I use Mumble a lot. Yeah. And Mumble has that overlay, and which I think is nice. Oh, right. That it breaks that. Talking. Yeah. Yeah, it breaks that. If you go to full screen, it'll turn black, which may be only an ATI card. Yeah, uh, it doesn't for me. I'm NVIDIA. And so I'm running the 32 bit, but it runs great with the 32 bit. And it says you shouldn't run far because you're not on 64 bit, but it runs fine. So. Yeah, mine crashes. So I think there's some definitely some differences between having an ATI card and having an NVIDIA card and how Java is rendering inside there and how much RAM you have. It's really a lot. I don't think so much that it's the processor power as much as it is the, the you know, Java the circle sucks. of power, you know. Yeah, the RAM, just, the RAM and the, and is the big issue. I know our, our machine down here, it would crash like every 10 minutes, and it was a 64-bit issue that as soon as we upgraded to the 64-bit Java, it, it fixed it and worked great. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think that's that's a big issue. If you've got 64-bit, make sure you got the 64-bit Java to go along with it. Yeah. Uh, experiment, though. You know, Take out all your Javas and experiment what, what works best for you. But, but that's, a, that's such a big component. I don't think people really realize that portion. Yeah. That, that's what I was... Uh, trying to say too is I think that people just have to experiment to find it what works for them and hardware wise just shoot for the moon apparently yeah yeah mine's a little overkill you know you're like quad cores and tons of RAM so 
Excavation station. I'm not sure I like that uh, duck shotgun. I think it should be more like. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It, it needs a little something after. Yeah, maybe. Uh... <laughs> well, you need the new. You need the new creeper explosion in there too. <laughs> We're just killing animals, or maybe we could get uh, Carl on here. This is Carl Mane, and you've been listening to the Shaft. Thanks, Carl. All right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Feels like he was here. Uh, okay, so uh, we've got some excavation station ideas here. Uh, we got one from a demo underscore zero zero seven, who wants item drops by villagers. Uh, they think that villagers should be able to drop items according to their jobs. Smiths drop ingas, ingots. Uh, cooks drop pork. Uh, and Astragali had a note here, which I should have read before I read that. Anyway, so what do y'all think about that? Wait, I think so, that's good. so why the villagers should drop stuff? So they they go into the towns and just murder the villagers <laughs> to get. <laughs> well, no, here, I had a better idea. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. I have a better idea. You should actually be able to right click on them. They have like a little simple inventory, and you can pull things. And after time, it keeps replenishing. Like you know, the the. So you're like just stealing says, from them. Well, they're they're yeah, well, they're not stealing. Well, they're doing they it for stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea too. I mean, the mods for this are just going to go crazy. I mean, we we can probably make a whole village that just works for you, you know. <laughs> Pay them enough. Well, I mean, maybe there's awesome. something you can offer the villages. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, maybe, you know, what, you what is it? You protect them. I, I think it should be a protection for sort of trade, thing, right? trade system. Well, or, or something along the lines of, you know, okay, if I, if I go out and farm a bunch of grain and bring it back to these people, I can trade them grain for things they're not going to use. You know, right? Or things that are already done, like like the bread and stuff like that. You yeah, know, right? or or even you know, like I don't know. There's there. It seems to me that you know there could be some kind of basic trade system built in there, where if you provide the village with stuff that they don't normally have, you can get stuff that you want. Yeah. All right, use test certificates. It's gonna pay me three diamonds, and I'll make sure you stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's my thinking. Every day. I like that. Like make uh, make them more uh, in danger of getting killed by you know wild stuff like skeletons <laughs> and zombies and and, and whatever. But if you keep them alive, then they will produce this stuff for you. So yeah. pretty soon you close them in, uh, you know, some 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 a dark room <laughs> just have them working and turning out stuff for you and then they turn into veal <laughs> oh, sorry they, they need a few um, more uh press sweatshops <laughs> <laughs> they need some variety of residents in there because I, I noticed there's no like testificates or anything like that or testificates yeah hmm. yeah it's just kind of one generic guy yeah. Well, Jimmy Durante guy. Actually, I think all of mine left. Like I went, <laughs> I went looking at the village and there's nobody there anymore. I freed them. <laughs> <laughs> They're all sleeping. Get to work. Get back to work. Okay. We have uh, one here from the O. Ow, the Ow, the O, uh, who wants Molotov potions. Uh, so when you throw the potion upon impact, it emits flames and killing and fire and well they, they kind of do that flames. now 
coming up on either side of my face. I mean, when you throw a potion, it, it emits these little swirly things and shows you who it's affecting. More. They want more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, they want just. Oh, I see. They want Molotov cocktails. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yes. <laughs> they don't want potions. They just want Molotov cocktails. Yeah, Fire. You know, but grief your server. Done, that's pretty easy. <laughs> I, I, that doesn't seem like that weird to me. I mean, if you get a bunch of gunpowder and, you know, you could put it into a potion. Seems logical. Yeah. Do you want more yeah, ways to burn easy. down your server? Hey, that our, like it'd be freaking fun. Our server won't burn down. That's true. Yeah, we, and then you can have, like, you know, riots. <laughs> I, I wish servers had better ways <laughs> to control the whole fire thing. Like, I, I wish you could... NTC village. You know, I wish you could say any block... Turn off fire on blocks placed by people, but don't turn off blocks on other things. So stuff could burn, you know. Not blocks. And then you would go fix it? Sure, why not? Okay. So you could burn down the forest all around you, but your your stuff would be cool. <laughs> or something like that. I, it's just, you know, sometimes, like, when all the fire turns off, it's kind of sad, you know. <laughs> it's like, I want to do something cool, but I can't because fire doesn't work. Aw. So our yeah, next fire, one fire is the same as it was either. It doesn't spread like it did. And... Yeah. So um, the next one is from Bethness and Bethness wants walruses. I think there should be walruses in Minecraft because walrus. And I agree. <laughs> that is an excellent, I, I agree. excellent I agree. thought process. Which there should be a there should be some sort of petition. And Motion penguins. <laughs> penguins in snow biomes. Yeah. Like, I want more, like, general creatures in the different biomes. I, I did think of something that I wanted, uh, and, I, you know, I don't usually have very many excavation station ideas, but mine the other night was uh, an attack falcon that, yeah. you know, sit on your shoulder or something, you know, and then you can, like, you know, Train choose him. it and pick it, and it would go, like, fly around and go get stuff for you. Yeah. Can you have that two ferrets, too? Thing. They have no birds yet. Not a one. Yeah, birds would be cool. That's true. Yeah. Squids were a higher priority, apparently. <laughs> I want ferrets and a Bengal tiger. <laughs> I'll be the beast master <laughs> in Minecraft. Beast, yeah. Kodo, Toto, to me. Beast master. Oh, my God. He brought back some memories. <laughs> That's what I'm here uh, for. Old well, you know, humor. a crazy story. I was actually watched the beast master at Chinese Man Grumman Theater in Hollywood with the stars of the movie sitting behind me talking about the movie the whole time. <laughs> it was crazy. Were they talking about how crazy. terrible it was? Hey, no, they're talking about like, oh, so and so broke his arm in this scene, and <laughs> they're laughing at weird moments. It, it was, it was uh, on a total and complete tangent. I saw this video today on YouTube, and it was all Arnold Schwarzenegger's commentary on Total Recall. Have you seen this? No. Basically, he's like, oh, and here, here, I love this scene. This is the part where I pull the thing out of my nose that is they were using to track me because that's how they – and ba it's it's like all like total like commentary on what he's doing in the frame. Like that's his commentary on the on the DVD commentary. <laughs> oh, Probably yeah. The this is the part we had the fight scene. It was really rough. You know, there's lots of punching. Oh, and he here doesn't actually remember making the film. That's the problem. exactly. It's it's actually really <laughs> hilarious. So I definitely recommend checking that out. Oh, but let's get back to excavation station. Um, okay, so we have furnace fuel, and this is submitted by Windows 500. Uh, and 
Windows 500 says, I thought that gunpowder doesn't really have much use, so I thought you should be able to put it in a furnace and use it for fuel with a random chance that it will explode like TNT. Ouch. Uh, what's the benefit? Um, you can use... Cooking really fast, I guess. Maybe. Or you can... I don't do anything with gunpowder because I never make TNT. It's just I, a, would, I would say that if it had some kind of major benefit of using it, because stuff to like coal is super abundant, especially yeah. if you have like a fortune uh, enchanted pick or something like that. Yeah. So why would you use? Wh- I'm going to use this instead. That might blow up my furnace randomly. Yeah. Yeah, I right, agree. Yeah. It needs some other kind of benefit. Do furnaces yeah. still blow up in the Nether? Do not know. They Did blew they up ever? in the Nether. Do you remember that? You mean you beds? Would go put it in the in the. Oh, it was beds. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've got beds. a video you should watch. <laughs> <laughs> Of beds in the nether. <laughs> and then his second comment here is, P.S., let's get to 100 episodes. You guys rock. Speaking of rocks. Hi, guys. At the shop, I'm just uh, got an inquiry for excavation station. I think it would be really cool if you, when you're on fire, you lit up the area. It's a really simple thing, and it kind of makes sense. Also, I think when skeletons are, not, are on fire they should shoot flaming arrows since you're they already are implemented in the game when you shoot an arrow through lava well pretty much makes sense to me what do you guys think thanks totally i agree. like both of them yeah Ding! i think flaming arrows should be updated to freaking set stuff on fire yeah give off light yeah yep I think so too. That would make things really interesting. <laughs> I think you should be able to make a campfire, and as long as you shot bows and arrows from next to it, your 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 arrows could be on fire. You know, I made one of those traps in one of my homes a long time ago on the server, where if you came up to the top of my ladder and stepped on the thing, it it shot like I guess it had nine dispensers that shot flaming arrows at you and it still wouldn't kill you in one shot i think nine flaming arrows hitting you should kill you <laughs> that's mine i think that's a legitimate concern i'm, I'm glad you brought that up okay well here's Common a concern. problem in games sorry go ahead a concern about creepers hey guys bs cross 32 here and i got another idea for excavation station today i want to talk about creepers i hate them but I understand that they're a significant part of the game, so my idea is to drive them away from my house by using enchanted torches. They cost about 10 experience apiece, and put them around the perimeter, they drive the creepers away when they get too close. Alright, that's my idea. Thanks, guys. Have you guys been speeding up these audios? No. no. <laughs> okay. I actually download them straight from email no, onto this app. Sound high. I think <laughs> a lot of our listeners are probably high. That's probably <laughs> probably correct statement there, sir. So, like, mosquito candles. Yeah. Citronelle for creepers. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. But now, some, you know, just like just, just like real citronelle, it only chases away the female creepers. Is that oh, how it works? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can make those those golems, right? And they can help kind of fight things off. I mean, I oh, that's a good point. I've forgotten I about the a, snow golems. I think it's a good idea, though. Because that's one thing. The torches keep things from spawning near you, but they don't keep things from coming near you. And maybe having something like that that you can craft. But but it would have to be, you know, expensive. But yeah, I think right. that's a cool idea. Or, or like redstone on the ground, but it's not redstone. You mix it with something else, and it becomes like this line they can't cross, like an enchanted oh, some fence. Some like wicked 
We can yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a dog electric yeah. fence. <laughs> Sprinkle some leaves down. Great. Yeah, we're we're going to be coming out of our homes in the morning in uh, Minecraft world and have these little stick figure bodies like in the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> oh, my God. Keep <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but uh, but do y'all think that takes away from fences? I mean, that's kind of what fences do, right? Well, and now it we have to be like so you can. Well, it would be so that you could throw it down inside of a mine shaft or something where you are real quick and where you're working, and you can kind of keep things at bay. You know, if you're if you're thinking. Oh, so y'all want like easy mode. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's it. Be very, no, it'd be, it, would, it would cost a lot. Let's just say it would cost a lot. It's like, you know, you're cornered and there's things coming at you. And like, oh, my gosh. So you put a, like a little square of it around you and you kind of can at least hold them off. It's it's temporary, right? It doesn't last yeah. forever. Okay. And then it like goes away and then, then you're, you at least got a little bit of time to kind of prep yourself with like 20 zombies on you, you know? Okay. Does that make more sense? Sure. Ding. <laughs> ding. <laughs> I don't have the ding button on this one. Let's see. Uh, the last one here is from Astragali himself. Um, he wants melons to be find findable like pumpkins. Uh, it says it seems unnecessarily hard that melons are only obtainable in Minecraft by getting melon seeds from chests and abandoned mine shafts, especially given that you'll have to farm food in order to go down there in the first place. Melons should be findable in the world like pumpkins. And here on the shaft, we're all about finding more melons. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. Melons I should agree be easy well. to find. <laughs> hey, everybody loves melons. Yes. What are you doing on your phone, Brent? I just got a tweet. Oh, really? I was reading it. Have you thought of it? Oh, okay. Cool. Is, is that wrong? You want me to do this instead? Yes. Sightings. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so intense. This is the sound <laughs> of dead air. <laughs> intense was so intense, I forgot the time. Come on, you're here, Wes. Do something. Okay, I'll do something funny. First off, uh, we have a video. It's How Not to Be Seen, a tribute to Monty Python. Uh, and it's a, a reimagining of Minecraft as a Monty Python sketch. So yeah, there. That's something funny to go see and stuff. And then we've got another video, and this is called Creeper Autopsy, and it's a it's a claymation short, and uh, and and it's supposedly actually pretty gross. <laughs> a little bit. Um. So yeah. It's a, uh, you should check it out. It's a, uh, it's, I think it's mocking the old um, uh, alien autopsy video that came out years and years ago where they supposedly did an autopsy on an alien and a, the claymation is done in a, in a manner that's uh, very like uh, handheld camera, like there's somebody with a handheld camera there filming it. But yes, it is, it is cute. Um, apart from the grossness Gross. and, and yes, and like every other creeper video in the world, it ends in a very predictable manner. Uh, I wonder. Okay. And this last one here is, uh, I have a cape and if I'm, if someone else put this in here and they want to talk about it, that's fine too. But, 
Uh, it's by For the Lulz 9001. It's a big uh, Rube Goldberg device uh, in Minecraft. It's about <laughs> nine, eight minute long uh, video. So uh, very interesting uh, getting all I those love, creations to work. I love Rube Goldberg things. They make me very happy. Come on, get happy. And now I know someone just put one in here. Yeah, I just put um, Hodge Josh's new video that he released during Minecon. And because uh, everybody's doing Minecon stuff, I don't know if everybody saw it, but he did it with Mintium. Uh, and it is pretty awesome. It's the one about griefers. Sweet. That was really good. And um, my daughter also did a video bef uh, for Minecon, kind of before Minecon, because she couldn't go. And it's a parody of a Selena Gomez video. And oh my gosh, she's got. It's going to hit probably 10,000 hits pretty soon. It just rolled over 9,000, so we're really excited about it's that. It's over 9,000! I know! It's, it's crazy. And it's good so, stuff, so definitely go and see that. Uh, you guys have any other videos y'all want to pimp out? Co, what's going on with you? Not much, really. I mean, I'm still doing the... Uh, Trying to get a, a daily episode out of my LP, but that's kind of old news as far as sightings goes. Um, there is a video out there somewhere of the the panel that I was on, where uh, Sly Foxhound and the creatures showed up, and they decided to troll the panel. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got like thirty eight thousand views on it too. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so. Do we want to do epic talk about epic build? Uh, sure. Um, we've got uh, epic build is an upcoming YouTube series, and they're still looking for Minecraft players who want to flex their building skills. Uh, this is based on uh, reality shows like Top Shelf or Project Runway, and uh, each of the episodes is going to feature like a minor challenge and a panel of judges and, and uh, major construction that's voted on by the viewers. So, um, and then people who get the least amount of votes will be eliminated each time. So go to epicbuild.reddit.com and submit an application. Um, potential contestants have to be at least 18 uh, and are willing, it must be willing to commit to a six month recording schedule. And uh, like I said, epicbuild.reddit.com. They still need two more judges and about six more contestants. So go there, sign up, become part of an epic build. And Speaking of signups, uh, when you get on signing up there, you need to head over to audibletrial.com slash the shaft and sign up for a membership there. This is uh, for Audible. And I've got to tell you, going to Minecon, I bought the internets for five bucks on the Southwest and it was a complete waste because I'd been planning to watch like some videos, so catch up on some YouTube stuff. Uh, watch, you know, some HBO. None of them worked. Like, yeah. none of them could get enough Wi-Fi to stream. I don't yeah. know what it was. But I was saved by my Audible account, and I got to listen to, oh, I forget which book it was, but it's one of the wild books. There's only two on Audible right now. Uh, and I'll be doing a full review on an upcoming show about it. Uh, but, dude, it saved me because I hate flights. Um, and so I got to listen to that the whole way. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had this great iPad. I was all like, I'll watch Netflix while I'm traveling. And then I didn't really think about it, that I wasn't going to have enough Wi-Fi to be able to stream Netflix. So I was devoid of entertainment other than Tiny Tower. Should have gotten the Audible app. It's free. I know. I know. So I have a, I have a suggestion for Audible. 
uh, for a book, Audible book. Sweet. It's uh, Ender's Game by oh, yeah. Orson Scott Card. Um, and the, there's they have a 20th anniversary edition on there. And it's really good. And then they have the next one, which is like the Speaker for the Dead and um, Children. Uh, I ball like a baby when I read Speaker for the Dead. Xenocide and those are really oh. good books. I wouldn't go past the first one myself. No. Yeah, I, I really love the first one more than any of them. I kind of I kind of trickled off and lost interest after that, but um, I hear they're going to make a, a good movie out of it. So. Speaker for the Dead is a tremendous, tremendous story. Now, the next two, you know, I, I are interesting as, you know, speculative science fiction, but the second book is a really, really touching story, and I, I, right. I disagree about the second one not being worth it. Dun 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 dun, and uh, uh, I will give a um, another recommendation here. We actually had um, uh, Dr. William Davis on our show today for Hunting for Health, and he actually has a book on Audible.com. It's called Wheat Belly: Lose the Wheat, Lose the Weight, and Find Your uh, Path Back to Health. Uh, it's one of the things that I've been learning over and over again on on this new show is that uh, uh, wheat is demon and. Uh, um, part of your carbs uh, and get rid of them anyway uh, I have not listened to it yet but uh, he was very interesting on the show so I will say go listen to that and that brings us to uh, um... uh. well that was the weakest <laughs> Sorry, there's like, I, I reached over to my normal knocking table and there's like all this junk hey on Wes it. did you hear something at the door I didn't really hear anything that... Is that oh better? wow is that, was that better <laughs> is that the FBI they I, I think it is Mr. Copeland, come out with your hands up. Oh, God. We heard what you did at uh, Minecon. Okay. How about I play this for you instead? Mint or pillow. Hey there, Shaftlandians. This is Spencer. You may know me from some other Dead Workers Party podcasts, including Control Point, Core Elements, and most recently Drivel with Spencer. Or you may know me for just being on uh, the Shaftland server building cubes all the time or you may know me just from uh, the fact that the guys probably just made fun of me before playing this advertisement anyway i'm not here to talk about any of that today i'm here to talk about the dead workers party secret santa which is currently accepting signups uh, the way it works is you give me a link to your steam profile and an email address and uh come december the 18th i will send your email address to one other participant in the Secret Santa, and uh, they will buy you a present. Meanwhile, I'll be sending you someone else's email address, and you will buy that person a present. Everybody gives one, everybody gets one. It's how it works. Uh, we've done this before, it's been really successful, and it's a lot of fun, especially if a lot of people participate. If you want to get involved, just head over to the Dead Workers forums at deadworkers.com slash community. Uh, the post is one of the announcements right now, so it should be pretty easy to find. It's called Dead Workers Party Secret Santa 2011. You have until December the 17th to enter. And like I said, December the 18th, I will be sending the names out. Usually there's some pretty good sales on Steam right around Christmas, and uh, I think they're probably going to start around the 19th of December, so uh, it should be a good time to get involved here. Anyway, hope to see a lot of you on there. Uh, it, it really is a lot of fun, and it's a great way to celebrate the holidays. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Later, guys. Ah! 
I don't know why he had to go and do yeah, that. Yeah, why did he do that? Why did he kill that sheep at the end of his at the end of his bumper? That's weird. That's so strange. <laughs> Force of habit. <laughs> so we've got some shout outs here. Well, we also have, uh, he mentioned it in that under housekeeping, Spencer also has a new podcast called Drivel with Spencer. Uh, check that out. I'll get it uh, updated on the deadworkers.com slash network page soon. He's already given me the info. I'm just uh, stretched Busy. for time. Anyway. But you can go to, in the, sh- in the short run, you can go to dribblewithspencer.com and, and it's linked there. That works out. So, shout outs. There's a shout out here. Ah, I don't have that bumper, so. Really? Yeah, just say why don't you Why don't you have that? Ah! ah! Uh, we're so enthusiastic about that. Yes. <laughs> so do you guys have any shout outs? <laughs> no, Shout we don't. Out you know, I wish that Alef Noel could have been at uh, Minecon. I know he got to go to the DWPP. Um, yeah. So that was cool. But I really missed him at, um, at Minecon. I think he made the wise decision, though, because one of the reasons he wasn't going to be able to go to Minecon is because it was going to be so ridiculously expensive. And it is preposterous how much money I spent on food and beverages. Oh. There. <laughs> yeah, it was my Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I my, think it, my wife keeps a reiter. Uh, uh, I can't even speak. Keeps telling me, "Yes, it's your Christmas present. You're not getting anything else." Yeah. Reiterating. <laughs> she keeps reiterating. It. I would like to give a shout out to Lethal Drive for taking us out there. Um, we they are one of our sponsors, and they sponsored us going to the show. And we did, you know, we we hung out in the booth and signed some stuff and. And uh, Lethal Drive, um, go check out their servers. Use coupon code the Shaft, and um, I'm a I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, big old... shout out to Jake. Yep, yep, and and a shout out to our fellow boothmates, the makers of Dicecraft. Um, they are a, a lot. Rob and Luke are a lot of fun, and they're trying to get their game licensed, and it it it's it's an excellent little game. Uh, additionally, Wondercraft. Um, he was out there, and I, I have never met a more talented, humble, amazing individual. It, I Except feel like, me. Except me. Yeah. He's leaving me out. I, I, really, cool. I really feel like a better person for having met Wondercraft. Yes. I, I mean, I, I really, that is absolute sincerity. That is a good man with incredible talent, and I am lucky to have got to meet him. Ditto, yeah. So, any shout outs from you guys? It's the Feel Good Minecraft episode. Well, um, I do want to give a shout out to the Entourage, and you know who you are, those of us uh, who are hanging out at Minecon. And uh, I met a lot of awesome YouTubers who I had no idea I was going to meet, so I did want to give a shout out to um, Seth Bling, Tabby Ryder, Kershaw. Kershaw was there. That was uh, totally unexpected. Um, you guys, of course, and Bit, and D-Boy... And Good and B Dubs. Um, God, I don't want to get into the whole list because I know I'm going to forget people. Oh, and they're mad so at me. Many. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was awesome. So Rub- shout out to everybody. Rubber Ninja, who made Dirt Derp- Craft, Chimney Swift. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, all the well, Minecraft so families. That RP, was really cool. Uh, RP like Gamer. Dads just, are funny. You know, it's it, it, it's so hard to like start throwing out names because it's like. You know, there's there's just some people you kind of bonded on on more of a, a level than others, but it was so great to meet everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah but, I absolutely. mean, Bit and I, we were bed buddies. 
Yeah. <laughs> and literally, literally, literally. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, when they would get in bed, they were like, you're my buddy. You're yeah. my buddy too. We, we heard were going to have new names. Uh, um, I was going to be butt burner, not for, <laughs> not because he's in the bed, but because of the whole diarrhea issue we don't need to get into. And, uh, you know, bed, bur- bed burner. So butt yeah. burner and bit burner. I was thinking Brent burner, Brent burner and bit Copeland. <laughs> Something like there you that. Go. Something that that's what, Minecon, uh, that's what made Minecon awesome was bromance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, okay. So enough of that. Congratulations, you made it through The Shaft Alive. See show notes and leave comments for this episode at theshaft.deadworkers.com. Send questions, comments, and audio to theshaft.deadworkers.com or leave us a voicemail at 256-812-1010.